From the Lord. Shout hallelujah. For somebody who is going to obtain new favor this morning, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to give him praise. The song said, see how far he has helped us. If we are alive today, it is because of the help it is because of the mercy. It is because of the favor that we have obtained from the Lord. I want us to begin to worship Him. Let's give Him praise. Let's give Him praise. Let's give Him praise. Let's give Him praise. Ancient of days, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name this morning. We thank you for the help that we receive from you on daily basis. We thank you for every member of our family. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, we worship you. We magnify your name in the name of Jesus for, for making it possible for us to see this new day. The Bible says this is the day the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we magnify you. Lord, we glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for not allowing the battles of the night to overcome us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord this morning. Let's ask for his mercy that as we go out in the journey of today, the Lord will be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, we pray for mercy. Mercy for our land, mercy for our nation, mercy for our leaders. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, let your mercy prevail for every member of our family. Let your mercy prevail. In the name of Jesus, let your mercy prevail. In the name of Jesus, let your mercy prevail. In the name of Jesus, let your mercy prevail. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let all our closed doors be opened. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, forgive us all our sins, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to plead the blood of Jesus over our family. Let's begin to plead the blood of Jesus over the journey of today and begin to cancel every negative dreams of the night by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, sanctify and cleanse us by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every agenda of the devil by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, 
Lord, as we go out this morning, let us be marked with the blood of Jesus for protection in the name of Jesus. Let us be marked with the blood of Jesus for our healing, for our deliverance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Isaiah 54 verse 17. That is where we are going to be praying before we continue. Isaiah 54 verse 17, the Bible says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I want somebody to say amen to that. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. I want us to pray. We are going to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every evil weapons that has been formed or fashioned against any members of my family, against the journey of today, let that weapon be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Any satanic weapon formed or fashioned against us in the journey of today, we command it to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, let the weapons of death let the weapons of destruction, let the weapons of evil be destroyed in the name of Jesus. I want you to open your mouth, open your mouth, begin to destroy every satanic weapons in the name of Jesus. Any weapon formed against our family, any weapon formed against our children, any weapon formed against our health, this morning we stand against it and we command it to be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Let satanic weapons be destroyed over my life. In the name of Jesus, let satanic weapons be destroyed. I call that Lima Sinicopolia. I want somebody to crown to God and say, Lord, destroy every satanic weapons. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that the weapons of the enemy will not prosper over your life. In the name of Jesus, the weapons of the devil will not prosper over your family. In the name of Jesus, I said the weapons of the wicked will fail over you. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, I want us to lift up our voice. The Bible says, the Bible says, and every tongue, look at that, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. We have been given the authority to do it. The angel of the Lord will not do it for you. He said, you, because you are my servant, you can condemn it. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, let every judgment of darkness against my family, let every judgment of darkness against me, let it scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, I condemn every judgment of darkness against my family, against my life, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says, you shall condemn it. Every evil mouth speaking evil against us, we condemn it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let judgment of darkness against our family be cancelled. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every tongue rising against us for judgment, we cut it off. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let every tongue speaking evil against us 
let every tongue rising against us for judgment be condemned in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed the Bible says and their righteousness is of me says the Lord now I want us to understand this when it comes to spiritual warfare we fight based on our righteousness in Christ we fight we, we, we fight on the ground of our righteousness in Christ. I want us to lift up our voice. We're going to crown to God and say, My Father, let me be clothed with the garment of righteousness. Let every garment of condemnation, let every garment of guilt that the enemy has put upon me catch fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. In the journey of today, Lord, remove every garment of condemnation. Remove every garment of guilt from us. In the name of Jesus, let us be clothed with the garment of righteousness. Let us be clothed with the garment of righteousness. Let us be clothed with the garment of righteousness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makota Lima Sidia. Lord, remove every garment of sin. Let every filthy garment that the enemy has put upon us catch fire. In the name of Jesus, Lord, clothe us with the garment of righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you for fighting our battles for us this morning. Lord, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. In the journey of today, let every satanic weapons that has been formed or fashioned to fight against us be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus. In the journey of today, condemn every tongue speaking against us. In the name of Jesus, let every accusations of darkness, let every judgment of darkness against our lives, against our family, be, be scattered by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you will, you will cover us with the garment of righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that God has answered your prayers, I want you to shout hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer meeting. And I'm believing God that this morning the Lord will meet us at the point of our needs in the name of Jesus. I want somebody to get ready. Get ready for a miracle this morning. Get ready. Get ready. You know, most of the time, God will not announce the time when He's coming. When He's coming. And I know that this morning is one of those days when God will show up without announcement. And He will break every yoke this morning. In the name of Jesus. I say, every yoke of death is broken. In the name of Jesus. Every yoke of limitation is broken. In the name of Jesus. Let somebody say a louder amen. By the grace of God, we are going to be starting a new series this morning from the book of Psalm 15. Psalm 15. Psalm 15. The, the, the title of the series is The Character of Those Who May Dwell with the Lord. The Character of Those Who May Dwell with the Lord. We want to examine the character of those who have the privilege of dwelling with the Lord. That's the, that's the general theme of this series. I want us to open our Bible to Psalm 15. We are going to read from verse 1 to 5. And then we start working our way from verse 1 downward. We, 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 
we are going to study verse 1 and then we keep going on on and on until where we get to the last verse the bible says lord who may abide in your tabernacle who may dwell in your holy hill he who walks uprightly and walks righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart he who does not backbite with his tongue nor does not does evil to his neighbor nor does he take up a reproach against his friend in whose eyes a vile person is despised but he honor those who fear the lord he who swear to his own heart and does not change and look at verse 5 he who does not put out his money at usury nor does he take a bribe against the innocent he who does these things shall never be moved shall never be moved this morning as we start this series i will be exhorting us on what i've titled a very important question a very important question that's the title of this morning message a very important question now i want us to know that in life if we are going to make progress if we are going to experience success we need to find answers to some questions in our life we need answer we need answer do you know for example in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 18 there, there, there were several people that, that that ask I mean that ask question in the Bible I just want to give us some of the example in Luke chapter 18 verse 18 there was there was a certain ruler who came to Jesus saying to him good teacher what shall I do to inherit eternal life what shall I do good teacher he recognized Christ as a good teacher it's a good teacher. What, what, what shall I do? I want to make it to heaven. What shall I do? And this is a very, very important question. This is a very, very important question that many of us, we, we need to ask, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? At another time, in Acts chapter 16, verse 30, there was a, 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 a jailer, the guy that put Paul and Silas in prison, uh, you know, after God miraculously opened the prison doors for Paul and Silas, and the Bible says all the prisoners' chains were loosed. When this man saw the miracle, he want he almost killed himself. But Paul told him, "Don't kill yourself. We are here. We are here." And look at the question this man asked Paul at sixteen verse thirty, and he brought them out and said, "Sirs, what must I do to be saved?" I know I'm not saved. <laughs> what must I do to be saved? A very, very important question. In Luke chapter 2 verse 14, when, when John the Baptist was preaching at, at the river Jordan, because John the Baptist was the fallen of our Lord Jesus Christ, and he started out, thank God that his, his father was a priest. His father's name was Zachariah. Zachariah was a priest. And, you know, John the Baptist happened to fall, to happen to come from the lineage of a priest. And while he was preaching, the Bible says many people came to him in the desert to be baptized. And look at some of the questions they asked. 
The Bible says in Luke chapter 2 verse 10, So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? After they heard the sermons of John the Baptist, they said, Wow, this is a convincing sermon. What shall we do? In Luke chapter 2 verse 14, the same Luke chapter 2, the Bible says, Even the soldiers, you know, soldiers are military people that they, some of them, they, they have a very... They, they have a very strong determination. You know, soldiers, before a soldier will cry, it will take long. Soldiers, most of them are wicked. They are callous. But when they sat under the message of John the Baptist, do not soldiers became humbled. In, in Luke chapter 2 verse 14, the Bible says, Likewise the soldiers ask him, saying, And what shall we do? <laughs> what shall we do? The message of John brought conviction to their hearts. I'm praying that this message will bring conviction to our hearts too. On, on a very important question. And this is very, very important. If we are going to make it to heaven, we need to answer the question that we are talking about. A very, very important question. And this is a question about our making it to heaven. We, we need to answer this question. That's why in that Psalm, Psalm 15 verse 1, the, the psalmist said, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy? Now, before we leave this world, before we leave this world, we need answer to this question. And I pity people that will not find answer to this question because if they don't have an answer before they die, I wonder if they will make it to heaven. And that's why the psalmist said, Lord, at this point of my life, I need answer to this question. I need answer. Who, what is the qualification for those that can abide in your tabernacle? And who may dwell in your holy hill? Very quickly, and let me just give us three points from this verse and then we'll pray. Number one, we see that only God has the final answer to all our questions. Only God. Only God. We can only get a reliable answer from God. And that's why the psalmist directed his question to God. He said, Oh Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? That is the question. He directed the question to God. I know many of us, we are directing our question to men. That is fine. But if you want an accurate answer, Upon some of the questions that are very critical, we need to direct the question to God. And that's why the psalmist directed his question to God. He said, Oh Lord! He didn't direct his question to an angel. He directed the question. When it comes to the, to the, to the question about our salvation, when it comes to the question about our making it to heaven, only God has the final answer. Only God has the final answer. The book of Colossians chapter 2, I mean chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. For, for the psalmist to have asked this question, it means his mind is seeking heavenly things. The mind of the psalmist is seeking heavenly things. The psalmist was not asking, Oh Lord, who can be the richest man in the world? He wasn't asking that kind of question. Oh Lord! Who can be the, 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 the richest person in Africa? That was not the question he was asking. Do you know some people are still asking questions like that? Why? Because their, their mind is only focused on the things of this world. 
the, the, question, the kind of question that is very important to us will determine where our heart is. The psalmist's heart was seeking the things of heaven. And that's why Paul says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. On daily basis, you'll be seeking, what, 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 what do I still need to do to make it to heaven? Is there still anything in my life that can disqualify me to make it to heaven? That should be a question every believer, every believer should be asking every day. Am I walking the right path? If I, if I were to die today, will I be qualified for heaven? If we are not asking this question every day, oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Thank God for the service. Paul says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ seated on the right hand of God and set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with God in Christ. In John chapter 14, verse 6, I mean verse 26, in a part of the ways we can get a reliable answer is by depending on the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Jesus speaking to his disciples, he said, But the helper or the comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Look at that. He will teach us. We, we, we are not left without an helper. Jesus told his disciples, He said, my, my Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. In fact, in Psalm 25, verse 4, the Bible says, Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Show me thy ways. The ways, the ways of God. No wonder the book of Psalm 107, I believe verse, uh, verse 7 or verse 5, the Bible says, he, he, he shows his ways to Moses, but his heart to the children of Israel. Show me your ways. I want to know the ways to heaven. I want to know the ways of holiness. I want to know the ways of power. I want to know the ways of total purity. This should be our question. This should be something that should be our pressing need. Not only the things of this world alone. How do I get power? How do I walk in authority? How do I make it to heaven? How do I overcome sin? That should be our priority. That should be our that should be our utmost Christ every day. Oh Lord, oh Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may dwell, who may abide at your holy hill? Then number two, the second point. <laughs> number two, uh, the Bible says in that Psalm 15 verse 1, David said, who may abide in your tabernacle? Now, tabernacle, by, by the tabernacle, we may understand the militant church. Militant church. Which was an example of Moses Tabernacle fitted to a wilderness state. By the Tabernacle, we, we can understand the militant church. The militant church. You know, for example, when Moses was leading the Israelites to the promised land, they were in the wilderness. And one of the ways by which God manifested himself to them is through the picture of the Tabernacle. Tabernacle. So when, when the psalmist was talking about who may abide in your tabernacle, he was referring to the a, a, a typical type of uh, a, a typical type of uh, tabernacle of the militant church, 
militant church that is church in the wilderness they experienced the glory of God they experienced the power of God when they were in the wilderness because the tabernacle of God was with them the tabernacle of God do you know for example because God God's tabernacle was the east was with the Israelites for 40 years God fed them in the wilderness for 40 years God provided for all their needs. In fact, the Bible says in the book of Nehemiah that God did not allow their clothes to wear out, nor their sandals to wear out for 40 years. God was doing their laundry for them as they were growing up. Their shoes, their sandals were increasing in size to commensurate to their, to their new age. So, the, the tabernacle talks about the militant church. The militant church. For example, in Exodus 29 verse 43, Exodus 29 verse 43, the Bible says, And there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. So when the, Bible, when, when the psalmist says, Who may abide in your tabernacle? What the psalmist is saying is that, Who may have the experience of the militant church that have fellowship, that have a constant fellowship with God. So, so that is talking about fellowship. Fellowship of the militant church and, and just like god was telling moses in exodus 29 43 he said i will meet with the children of israel i will have fellowship with them at the place of tabernacle and that's talking about a a a, a life or a lifestyle of prayer a lifestyle of prayer for example in exodus 33 verse 11 the bible says so the lord spoke to moses face to face look at that face to face as a man speak to his friend and he and 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 he he will return to the camp but his servant joshua the son of Nun, a young man did not depart from the tabernacle the lord spoke to moses face to face from inside of the tabernacle so that is talking about fellowship fellowship so what david was saying was that who is the man that will have the benefit of fellowshipping with god on daily basis the benefit of fellowshipping with God. Let me tell us this, if we are going to make it to heaven, we have to develop intimate fellowship with God. Intimate fellowship. Not only when we are in trouble, because some people will only pray when trouble comes. Once their problem is over, they 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 don't know how to pray anymore. They don't know how to fast anymore. They only wait for the time of trouble to come to God or to know God. If we are still practicing our Christianity like that, we are not yet saved. I wonder if we are saved. Because those kind of Christians, they are like the thermometer Christians. Thermometer Christians are Christians that, that work according to their current temperature. When things are tough, they pray. When things are not, you know, when things are comfortable with them, they stop praying. That is not the way to be a Christian. If we are a Christian, we walk with the Lord, whether in time of trouble, whether in times of, of prosperity, whether in times of peace or in time of war, we stick to our fellowship with God. Then number three, David said something again. He said, who may dwell in your holy hill? Now, by the word, by the phrase holy hill, you know, David mentioned that so that we can understand the triumphant church. So that we can understand the triumphant church. Because the, 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 the holy hill talks about Mount Zion. Mount Zion. The holy hill talks about Mount Zion where there is deliverance. Where, is the, where there is salvation. 
where there is power for God's children. So that was why David said, who may dwell in your holy hill. Talking about triumphant church, triumphant church of Mount Zion. It's triumphant church. And, and this is where, this is where the, the holy saints dwell where they find comfort with God. Where they operate as a triumphant church. Triumphant church, talking about church who has overcome sin. Triumphant church, church talking about church who has overcome the devil and the host of darkness. In Isaiah chapter 52 verse 1, the Bible says, Awake! Awake! Put on your strength, O Zion. Look at that. Put on your beautiful garment, O Jerusalem, the holy city. Look at that. Look at that. The holy city. The holy hill. For the unclean and the uncircumcised, uncircumcised rather, shall no longer come to you. Look at that. For the unclean shall no longer come to you. In Obadiah chapter 1 verse 17, the Bible says, But upon Mount Zion, look at that. Mount Zion talking about the holy hill. There shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. Holy hill. Holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. So when David said, who may dwell in your holy hill? He's talking about people who will walk in holiness. Triumphant church. People that will triumph over sin. People that will triumph over the devil and over all the powers of darkness. And let me tell us this, if we are going to be a triumphant church, we need to abide, we need to dwell on the holy hill. On the holy hill, not on the corrupt hill, not on the sinful hill. Today, many are dwelling on the sinful hill. Many are dwelling where there is comfort. Many are dwelling in place where, where there won't be any rebuke against their sins. Where they will be fed only with meek and not with strong mates. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning. I say, my father, help me to ask the right question. Help me to ask the right Do you know some of us, if we can ask the right question, we are going to get out of our trouble. Some of us, we, we have some questions in our mind that need answer. But I want us to first pray and say, my father, help me to ask the right question. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth. Lord, we pray that you help us, help us to, to ask the right question. In the name of Jesus, help us to ask the right question. In the mighty name of Jesus, David, David directed his question to God. He said, oh Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? And who may dwell? Look at that. Who may dwell? He didn't say who may visit. Who may dwell and who may abide? It's not talking about seasonal Christians. It's not talking about Tamometa Christians. Christians that, 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 that only pray, that, that only pray when, when, when they are in trouble. <laughs> but once they get their miracle, they are gone. Once they get their miracle, they don't know God anymore. Once they get their miracle, they don't know anything about prayer. They don't know anything about fasting. He's talking about Christians who abide with God. Not Christians that will only fast when a pastor asks them to fast. Not Christians that will only be holy. When they are asking something from God. But once God do whatever they are asking for, they go back to their vomit. They go back to their sin. That is not the kind of Christian that will make it to heaven. I want us to pray and say, Lord, help me to ask the right question. In the name of Jesus, help me, help me, oh God. 
I don't want to miss the opportunity to dwell in your tabernacle. I don't want to, I don't want to miss the opportunity to, 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 to abide in your holy heat. Help me to ask the right question. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let there be answers to all my difficult questions. To all my difficult questions. Lord, let there be an answer. I want us to lift up our voice. Let's begin to pray and say, Lord, let there be an answer. Let there be an answer. Let there be answers to all my difficult questions. Lord Jesus, let there be an answer. In the name of Jesus, provide answer. Let there be an answer. Answer us for, for all our difficult questions. Let there be an answer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, help me to abide at your tabernacle. I told us tabernacle is talking about place of fellowship. Place of fellowship, place of prayer. Help me to abide in your tabernacle. Do you know Moses? Most of the time he was he, he, he was in the inside that tabernacle. That's why Moses became the friend of God. Because every day Moses was always talking to God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, Lord, give me the grace and the power to abide in your tabernacle. In the name of Jesus, to abide in the place of prayer. To abide in the place of fellowship. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord Jesus, help us to abide in your tabernacle. In the name of Jesus. So that we can become like the militant church. Militant church that understand the, the fellowship of God. Militant church that understand working with God in the place of prayer. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to abide. Help us to dwell. Airport to abide in your tabernacle. Your tabernacle, the place of, of fellowship. In the name of Jesus. Your tabernacle, the place of prayer. Help us to abide, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of prayerlessness be cast out. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray and say, my father, help me to dwell in your holy hill. Look at that. Holy hill, I said. Holy hill talks about... The, the the triumphant church only the triumphant church dwells at the holy hill holy hill where there is deliverance holy hill where there is holiness holiness people that that dwell in the place of holiness people that dwell in the place of purity they are the one that have, that, that will be qualified for heaven they are the one they are the one although our works cannot take us to heaven but but the righteousness that we have obtained from Christ which will help us to live a holy life is what will take us to heaven some people think well I, I, can, I, I can't get to heaven by my works we know that but, but, but we have access to the righteousness of Christ that help us to live a holy life so we have, we have the grace to live a holy life those that will dwell on the holy... That was what the, 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 the psalmist said. He said, who may dwell in your holy hill? Who may dwell? Who may stay in holiness? Who may stay in the place of purity? That is the question. David didn't say, who may dwell in the place of grace? Because many people today, they want to dwell in the, in the place of grace. They say, ah, yes, grace. Yeah, grace is good. But holiness, we can, we can obtain grace for holiness. Grace doesn't give us license to sin. 
grace of God doesn't make us to be a weak Christian. Many people think our grace, you know, grace doesn't make us to be a weak Christian. In fact, grace gives us the power to live a holy life. Those who have obtained grace will live a holy life. <laughs> yeah, that's how we know that a man has obtained grace. They will live a holy life. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, help me to dwell in your holy hill, the place of holiness. Help me to dwell in your holy hill, the place of deliverance. In the name of Jesus, help me to dwell in your holy hill, the place of purity. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, help us to dwell. Help us to dwell in your place of holiness, your holy hill, the place of purity, your holy hill, the place of deliverance. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, help us to dwell. Help us to dwell at your holy hill. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our, our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, Lord, give me the power to live like a triumphant Christian. Power to walk in holiness. Power over sin. Power over the devil. Power over the wicked. The power to live a triumphant Christian life. Let the power rest upon me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. We pray for power. The power of Holy Ghost. 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 That we are supposed to live like a triumphant Christian life. That we are supposed to live a triumphant Christian life in this world. Let that power rest upon us. In the name of Jesus. The power to walk in to walk in dominion over sin. The power to walk in dominion over self over the flesh. Lord, let that power rest upon us in the name of Jesus. That power to, 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 to walk in purity. Yes, the power to walk in total, total obedience. Let the power rest upon us in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray this one more prayer. We are going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, this morning, let there be total deliverance for me from all my affliction. Look at that. For, for Christian dwelling with God on the holy hill, they are supposed to possess deliverance. According to Obadiah chapter 1 verse 17, they are supposed to possess deliverance. If we are, if we are, if we are Christian and we are, we are dwelling on that holy hill, if we are Christian and we are abiding in that tabernacle, we, should, we are supposed to enjoy deliverance. We are supposed to enjoy power. We are supposed to enjoy dominion. I want us to lift up our voice and say this morning, my father, let there be total deliverance from all my affliction. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray for total deliverance from sickness. Total deliverance from the powers of the wicked. Total deliverance from all of our afflictions. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to crown to God. Because the holy hill is the place of deliverance. How, how can we be dwelling with God on the holy hill and the enemy is still tormenting us? Uh -uh. How can we be dwelling with God on the holy hills and powers of darkness are still molesting us? I want us to pray, pray, let's pray. I said to the, this morning, let there be total deliverance for me. 
in the name of Jesus, from the powers of darkness, from the from the from the, from every affliction, let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus. I want somebody to crown to God, crown to God. Let there be total deliverance for us in the name of Jesus from the powers of the wicked, from every afflictions, from every problems. Let there be total deliverance from failure. Let there be total deliverance from the powers of death. Let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Maliabagadaliba. We pray for total deliverance from the power of sin. Let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from all our battles. Deliver us from all our strong enemies, tormenting and afflicting us. In the name of Jesus, I pray for total deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Everlasting Father, we thank you. Ancient of days, we give you praise. This morning we pray for total deliverance. Let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus from all our afflictions. Let there be total deliverance from the power of sin. Let there be total deliverance from the powers of the wicked. Let there be total deliverance in the name of Jesus. As we go in the journey of today, Lord, the power to operate like a militant church, a church that understands the tabernacle principle, a church that understands fellowship with God. A church that understands prayer lifestyle. Let that power rest upon us in the name of Jesus. The power to be a triumphant church. Oh my God. The church that will triumph over sin. The church that will triumph over the powers of the wicked. The church that will triumph in holiness. That will triumph in purity. Let the power rest upon us in the name of Jesus. Because we are abiding at your tabernacle. Because we are dwelling on your holy hill. This morning, let there be total deliverance. In the name of Jesus. For as many who have been tormented, afflicted by the wicked. Lord, this morning, set them free. In the name of Jesus. For as many who have been molested by the wicked. Let there be deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Let us be delivered from the power of death. Let us be delivered from the powers of sickness. In the name of Jesus, let us be delivered from the power of sin. In the name of Jesus, let every yoke be broken now. In the name of Jesus, as we go in the journey of today, we shall triumph. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for answers to our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.